Hi, this is Dr. Kimberly Leonard. You're listening to Incredible Life Creator Podcast. My guest today is Diane Ronco. Diane Ronco finished dentistry, but chose to live a completely different life. She started working remotely, which gave her the freedom to travel around Asia. From being a virtual assistant, she became an experienced digital marketing pro in cutting edge and rapidly developing industries like biotech and cryptocurrency. Having worked with companies across the U.S. and Canada, Diane is now starting a marketing agency with a friend, which focuses on strategizing and telling stories that impacts to promote and empower purpose-driven brands. All right, welcome to the podcast, Diane. Hi, Dr. Kim. How are you today? I am great. So just so people can get to know you and who you are, um, why don't you tell us your story? how you started out in dentistry and then pivoted to other things. Yeah. So by the way, thanks for having me. Um, So I actually graduated dentistry. So like long story short, the reason why I got into marketing is because like I had, while I was in dental school, I had three friends who died because of a car crash so that made me think like okay am i doing things right because like my life back then was all about home and then school home school that's just it no parties no no out of towns no travels no anything just homeschooled home and school and then after that i was like okay am i doing this right because like did they did my friends live enough you know to just have their lives cut right then and there, no warnings, no anything. So I graduated and then kept doing what I was doing. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. And then I I started looking for jobs online. I kept seeing bloggers, um, you know, writers doing, you know, those photos where people just drink pina colada by the beach or coconuts or whatever. I was like, oh, I can I can do that as well. So I started looking for jobs online. And then given my dental background, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to apply anyway. And then like I had nothing anymore. So what what am I going to lose? So I tried to apply and then tried to look for you know, skills that I might be able to use to work online. I I would spend 16 hours a day in front of my laptop trying to learn new skills. And then I got hired at a very low wage by, a, a, by an SEO company. And I was told like, okay, um, we're going to do this. We're going to take a chance on you. And then after three months, I got scammed. <laughs> And then after that, uh, they told me, like, um, you know, we can't pay you, blah, blah, blah. So I started looking for another job. And that's how I, you know, that's like how I got into marketing firsthand. Because, like, they taught me legit marketing stuff. And it's an American company. It's a biotech company. And because I think they hired me because of my dental background. <laughs> so they took a chance on me. And then they st- I started out as a VA. And then they saw the potential there. And then I kept, you know, going and going. And then they they promoted me. And like literally every three months I get promoted. They will train me, get promoted. And then, 
yeah, that's how I learned. And then now I'm kind of starting two things. Um, I started um, a my own marketing with a friend. And then another one is a podcast with another friend, which both of them I met through my travels. Beautiful. So um, where did you grow up? So I actually grew up in a very small town called Sasuan, which is in the Philippines. I don't know how many how many people are here, but yeah, it's a very small town. Um, very, I grew up in a very conservative family, typical Asian, <laughs> where um, you know, like being having a title is kind of like. Is, is the definition of success, whatever success means. But yeah, I learned that that's not the case now. Have it. So growing up, having that title, so would be, being becoming a dentist, that would be the title that would give you that status? I would say yes, but the thing is like my my grandmother, well, I came from a family of politicians, so they kind of have that status. So people kind of think that you will be that successful in a sense. So, yeah. So when you change, so there's, from sorry. So there's like, kind of like, um, I don't know what to call this. Um, it's like, there's like a level of how you should be if that makes sense. So, yeah. Okay. So when you changed your career from dentistry to doing uh, low paying online jobs, what was your family's reaction? To be honest, like when I was shifting, it wasn't good. Like, I think it was the first time my mom and I didn't speak for months. My dad was okay with it, but my mom was not. And she would always convince me like, why don't you just go back here? And then I was like, no, because I, I you know, like I'm, I feel more accomplished doing it. So it wasn't easy at first, like you're gonna make a lot of people unhappy, but once they see that you're doing good and that you know what you're doing, then they, you know, the thing that I gained from all of this is that they're, tr they're, they're trusting me more. So like at first they're like, oh, you're too young to know. But then they see me traveling to different countries and, you know, paying for myself for everything. And now they're like, yeah, okay, just do whatever you want. Uh -huh. So yeah, when, whenever we want to make big changes, our family, the people closest to us, you know, they want us just to always be the same, be that same Diane, you know, and they don't expect someone else coming out, blossoming, changing, because it causes them to have to change their thinking, you know, yeah. like, you know, so as we were talking about, you know, when you come from a small town or someplace where everyone's kind of thinking the same. And then you took that step to start traveling and you discovered all these new beliefs and people and ways of being and doing things. What, what were some of your reactions or discoveries or aha moments as you started traveling? That a lot of my beliefs 
you know, like I grew up in a very conservative family and then I don't know if I should say this, but I'll say it anyway. I think I got a little bit more open. I don't believe in God, but I believe in like a higher being. And then there are some things that people make decisions and I automatically think that, oh, that's that's bad. But in reality, like when you really think about it, it's not bad. Like, um, let's say telling other, like believing that your own beliefs are the only thing that's right. When in fact, people have their own beliefs and that's okay because that's them. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then there are also other cultures. Like when I was here, I was like, oh, that person is so rude. But apparently it's not because their culture is way different from ours. So yeah, those are, you know, very helpful. I think I became more humane in a sense. Maybe more understanding or seeing the other person's side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and one of the things that like, um, that I, I gained from traveling is that it made me more humble, like understanding of the whole world. Like, I don't think I'm ahead of anyone or anyone is below me. Like we're all just equal. And I learned to eat like street food and stuff. Whereas back when I was a kid here, I won't because we were not. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, so you got to try new things by going out on your own. Mm-hmm. So, and where where are you calling in from today? Where, what, where are you living? Oh, currently I'm just at home because like ever since COVID started, I'm just like staying here. But hopefully by January, I would be able to go out because, you know, like countries are st- starting to open up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any favorite places that when you started traveling you said oh I love this place I'm definitely coming back here again um that's difficult because <laughs> there's a lot of them <laughs> but because like for me it's not about the place it's about the people you meet mm-hmm. it's where I had really good connections and like right now the first thing that would pop in my mind is Vietnam like I'm like head over heels. If there's another place I would live in, it's Vietnam. Not a lot of people love it, but like the people I've met there, the food, the crazy traffic that I adore, but a lot of people don't. It's just like, it's really amazing. I remember meeting locals there and they became my really good friends. And she took me to her hometown and we were literally eating for six hours. (laughs) Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, we we arrived at her place and her mom just stuffed me with food (laughs) from 6 p.m. to 12 midnight. And then she woke me up at 7 a.m. to eat again. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Course after course. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then... Yeah, I mean, like right now, it's always Vietnam that's that's um, in my mind. But like, I think all countries are amazing based on the experiences I had. But it's just that Vietnam is where I had like the strongest connections when it comes to people. Mm-hmm. So when you were in school and your friends, your three friends were in that accident and from one moment to the next, they were there and then 
they were gone. They, they didn't exist on this world. What kind of things went through your mind? I mean, it's a horrible loss and anyone who has lost someone knows how long it can take to get over something like that. But as you sat down and thought about your life, um, is that, you know, one of the reasons why you started venturing out away from dentistry? Did, did the importance of what you were going, going to do in life change? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like what happened was, um, so they passed away and then, you know, you had to continue your life. Go, you know, we had to go back to school. And the thing is, um, the thing that's difficult is you look at their seats and they're just not there. And then you're like, okay, um, it's tough. And, you know, you just have to keep going as well. Cause I have, we have other friends who are mourning at those, at those times. So like we were each other's support system. So we would spend like our breaks going to the chapel at the school school chapel and then we're just like praying and praying and then um after a few months um that's when i started like i can't keep living like this because like you can't mourn i was actually uh i'm not trying to brag but i was actually a consistent dean's lister back then and then like in those times i failed some subjects so it was really tough and then i was like i can't keep living like this so um i tried to do like uh, a happiness challenge where i do like things that i'm grateful for and then eventually i got i, I mean you can't really get over what happened so what i did was um i kept thinking okay i can't I have to live life in a different way. I have to live my life because they didn't. I have to live my life in a way that I would enjoy and I'm going to live it for them as well. So, yeah. Wonderful. So you, you decided to live your life, but not only that, but live for the them. life for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, is, what yeah. does that mean when you say that? So like I have to make sure that I enjoy every second of my life and pretend, well, not pretend. And, you know, it's, it's more of a, perp, in a, in a more purposeful way. So I can't just sit here and do nothing. I have to do something, anything to somehow learn a new thing or enjoy each moment because it's not just for me. Like I always have to think about them and that they're with me whenever I'm having those amazing times. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So beautiful. So as you're going through this and even now going into your life day to day, what things do you do to make your life memorable, wonderful? What do you do to show yourself love, to take care of yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, despite having a family that's kind of conservative and all that, I think I still grew up with, well, I did grow up with so much love around me. So yeah, I think, you know, like just spending time with my family, watching movies together at home, eating food. I think like right now, since we can't really do anything (laughs) because of the pandemic, you know, like just spending time with my family is already good. 
and then you know listening to podcasts or motivational videos i think those are you know really amazing um ways for me to kind of like live it because for me living is learning and then whatever learning means so like you can get educated with a lot of things everywhere around you and i'm learning through you i'm learning through my friends i'm learning through my family so i think yeah that's <laughs> nice so what you're doing is really what they sometimes call a digital nomad where you're traveling and you're working so and i imagine you spend a lot of time on your computer which is a solo type of activity i mean it's just you and your computer so when you go into these new places and you know no one how do you go out and connect with people how do you go out and meet people mm -hmm. so I actually attend different events or I work in cafes or co-working spaces where if I want to meet people that are well locals, I would work in cafes and stuff. If I want to meet people who are like in the digital nomad industry, I would work from a co-working space. And then after that, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, uh, with an app called Couch Surfing where there's like a bunch of events of international people and then locals. And then they kind of like, uh, you know, set up events and then I'm just going to attend them. And then I, I, I can have friends. In fact, I met a lot of my friends through couch surfing, like really good friends because they're travelers and, you know, there's something in common there. So, yeah. And with this couch surfing, are you actually going and sleeping on people's couches or is it just the event? <laughs> no, I just, I just attend events. I can't, like, I travel, but I still try to be careful. So um, I, I would usually just meet people through that and then have my own place. <laughs> All right. Just the name made it sound like you were going to stay on someone's couch. <laughs> no, it's actually, that's actually the idea. So I think couch surfing originated from that. So like, instead of sleeping in a hotel or a hostel, you go sleep in a, in a stranger's house who's like a host in couch surfing. But I mean, I've heard a lot of people who had really good experiences. And then I have very few friends who had bad experiences. So Okay, yeah. wonderful. So tell us about what you're doing now. Um, what services do you provide? How do people get a hold of you if they wanted to take advantage of those services? Mm -hmm. So um, this is like the digital marketing one, right? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so we do SEO, um, social media marketing, content marketing, and then email marketing, and a little bit of web development as well. And then so like we kind of build websites from scratch um how can they get a hold of, of us we have a facebook instagram linkedin so they can literally just search the haze which is d-a-h-a-z-e marketing so we're actually serving um brands that are all about that are earth friendly so you know like we have clients where they're they are serving vegan the vegan community and then there's there are others who are like 
um, creating swimsuits from, um, so like basically they're swimsuits where they, they're not made from plastics, but more cotton and stuff. So they don't really stay as trash when you don't want them for like for years, they literally just decompose. Okay, hopefully not while you're swimming, but <laughs> no, not when you're swimming. <laughs> okay, well, that is wonderful. Now, you said you're putting together a podcast, but it's not here yet. Um, so tell me about that idea and what excites you about it. Yeah, so like a few days ago, uh, and well, not a few, a few months ago, I met a friend in one of my travels, and we literally just spent a week together but we became really, really good friends. And then we had all these deep conversations where, where we are like um, having, hold on again, <laughs> where we're having deep conversations and then we're like, oh, you know what? What's missing right now? A beer. Cause these conversations are better with beers. <laughs> So yeah, we kept having those conversations, even if we went separate ways. And then she was like, oh, can we like create a podcast? But we're going to name it a drunken convos. But, you know, we already have our social set up, but we had our first pod, like we had our first interview, <laughs> but no videos yet. So hopefully it goes, it goes out soon, but I don't know yet. <laughs> Okay, well, just let us know when that happens for you. So now I have a personal question. What gives you the most happiness and fulfillment in your life at this point? At this point, what gives me happiness is there are two. Obviously, time spent with family. And then conversations that uplift or motivate me or give me something new to learn. So, yeah, those two. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and for sharing all your experiences. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Kim. Yeah. So I have one last question. Sure. What is your best advice on living an incredible, amazing life? So I have um, two. One is to stay true to yourself. And then they're kind of interconnected. So, and the second is um, take the first step. Because I feel like if you take the first step and then you experience all these things, this is based on my travels. So you take the first step and it's scary. And that's okay. Everything's scary at first, but you just have to go for it. And then once you're out there living your life, you're going to get to know yourself. And I think that's like the most important lesson that I've learned in all of my travels. Like if you're staying true to yourself, it's kind of like a ripple effect. You're affecting not just like your own happiness, but the people all over, well, the people you're surrounded with. Cause like I would randomly just post on my social media and then, you know, like I'm getting uh, messages from literally strangers that I've never met telling me like, oh, you're, you know, like you inspired me to travel again and like, oh, I wish I can travel, but now I feel like I can do it. So yeah, those two. All right. Well, thank you so much, Diane. Thank you, Dr. Kim. And we'll talk to you again soon.
Yeah, and happy advance, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. <laughs>